0: Welcome to Heart to Start, celebrating 10 years of a community-based exercise program, where we welcome everyone to join us, no matter your experience or your pace. The goal of Heart to Start is to use the power of community and movement to help people become their best, healthiest selves together. I'm Dr. James Beckerman. I'm a cardiologist with the Providence Heart Institute in Portland, Oregon and I've coached the Heart to Start program since we began in 2012. In each episode, I'll be speaking with past participants who inspire all of us in the Heart to Start community and experts from medicine, sports, and performance who can help us better achieve our goals. Later in each episode, I'll be sharing some activity goals for the upcoming week. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Providence and on Instagram, at Providence Health System. And before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. You should always consult your healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or a treatment. In this week's episode, we celebrate you and your commitment to establishing a regular exercise routine for your cardiovascular health. Now that it may be more of a habit than a chore to make time for your movement routine, we want to introduce another layer to the plan. Keep it interesting. A combination of resistance and strength training with your aerobic exercise is amazing to optimize your heart health. So we found the perfect motivator to share about this topic. Let's get to it. Will Bruce is a health coach who works with individuals needing that extra support to reach goals and establish routines for a healthier lifestyle. You can't help but be motivated to get yourself moving when Will shares his passion for strength training. He makes it fun and accessible for everyone. Hey, welcome to Heart to Start. Hey, Dr. Beckerman, I'm glad to be here today. Thanks for having me. It is awesome to have you. I'm really excited for our community to learn more about you, learn more about resistance training and your perspective on how exercise can change over time for an individual person in terms of their goals. So it's really great to have you here today. I'm so excited for our community to learn more about you and your experience with exercise and training, and just learn a little bit about how you got into this in the first place.
1: Well, I am a certified personal trainer and health coach and I've been in one or both of these fields for about the past 20 years. I started off just looking for a summer job at the local gym after I'd moved back home. Little did I know at the time that this was going to become a lifelong career. And I knew that this was the career for me several years back when my daughter was in middle school and she was going through a really tough time. She was dealing with depression and she had an eating disorder. And seemed like an intractable problem for a long time, but one day we went to see her psychiatrist who had been providing care for her during this time, and he made this perhaps ironic suggestion uh, to get her on a regular exercise program, not normally indicated for somebody who has anorexia, but we both felt like this was the right thing to do, and I began jogging with her around the neighborhood initially, and we just started progressing her exercise, and I I coached her throughout. And it was through adopting regular exercise that my daughter finally emerged from this period of depression and disordered eating, and she's basically been thriving ever since. So that convinced me about the power of physical fitness and that that often getting physically fit is the beginning of a lot of other great changes in your life. So here I am.
0: I often say to people that exercise can have a halo effect to other areas of your life, meaning that when you feel that you have uh, a good experience uh, moving your body, doing something that's good for you, Uh, having some control over how you spend your time in a positive way, that proves to you in a sense that you're capable of doing that in other areas of your life, even areas maybe where you're having a little bit of trouble. And so I'm thrilled that your daughter's doing well. And I'm also thrilled that uh, her experience and your experience with her sort of flipped a switch for you personally and professionally in terms of pursuing this so can you share with us a little bit about how you spend your time now well i'm
1: working full-time for providence health plan as a health coach this means that i have guided conversations with people who are trying to make healthy lifestyle changes now on top of that i occasionally will invite a client or two into this really nice garage gym that I've created over the past few years and will train people right out of my garage. So I do, from time to time, still offer some personal training services. And I guess outside of that, I play a lot of Fortnite with my son, Nolan, Uh, but occasionally I get him out here too. He and I will take turns practicing Taekwondo drills on the heavy bag because he is almost a black belt in Taekwondo. So I'm trying to get him enthusiastic about fitness as well.
0: Sounds like there's a lot of balance there in in the Bruce household. I'm thrilled yeah. to hear it between <laughs> Fortnite and Taekwondo. I'm getting it's, pretty good at Fortnite. I'm, I'm really good <laughs> My my kids won't let me play with them, uh, so you, you've got one up on me. So, it, as you know, you've been a member of the Heart to Start family for years now, and um, over the years, you've come to our in-person uh, track workouts and engaged our community members with uh, different types of exercises to augment what they're doing aerobically. Um, you know, we say a lot in in exercise. Uh, science and cardiology, that there are these different categories of exercise. And I know it's a little bit of an oversimplification, but we tend to say that some exercise is more aerobic and other exercise is more resistance focused, even though that can be aerobic as well. And so given that Heart to Start is All about motivating people to improve their aerobic capacity by walking or jogging or running or doing other forms of movement to accomplish a goal. I'm curious how you think about resistance exercise in that context. Well,
1: I claim that resistance training does confer a cardiac benefit, it utilizes the anaerobic energy systems of the body, which are also important parts of cardiovascular fitness. So it's not like resistance training is something separate from from cardiovascular exercise. It is definitely a distinct category and one mainly does it to improve muscular strength, endurance and power, but it provides a lot of other substantial benefits, including improvement in your cardiovascular health. I believe that a resistance training program is fundamental to any kind of general conditioning program because, for one, it makes you more able bodied. So, whatever your preferred mode of cardiovascular exercise, If you're accompanying that with regular resistance training, you should have more functional strength to be able to carry out that cardiovascular activity more effectively and efficiently. In addition, a lot of people who are trying to improve their heart health are also trying to shed some weight, lose some fat. And one of the great benefits of resistance training is that it is building or increasing the most metabolically active tissue that you have in your body, which is your skeletal muscle. So you could say that regular resistance training makes you better at defending against fat. (laughs) So in that sense, resistance training is very compatible and synergistic with cardiovascular exercise.
0: I love that way of thinking about it. Um, so for somebody who's listening right now who really has never delved into resistance training, um, what are some kind of basic blocks that you might think about in terms of, you know, ha- how often should somebody be doing it? For how long do they need equipment? Can equipment be helpful? Um, why don't we start with that? Here yeah. are a few
1: first principles of resistance training that should help somebody who is not familiar with or accustomed to strength training or resistance training get off the ground one is that a resistance training program can succeed without equipment a lot of body weight based exercises such as push-ups squats lunges Crunches and things like that can be very effective for building muscular strength and endurance and should not be discounted just because they don't involve some special equipment. Nevertheless, some resistance training equipment can be really useful and open up a much bigger world of of strength training exercises, namely, My favorite piece of equipment is a pair of selectable dumbbells. So these are a single pair of dumbbells, but that you can change the dial on these dumbbells to make it weigh whatever it is that you want it to weigh for whatever exercise you're about to do. So say if there's one piece of equipment to invest in, it would be a pair of selectable dumbbells, or if not that, two or three pairs of fixed set of dumbbells. Now second principle you probably only need to do two or maybe three days per week of strength training for all the major muscle groups on non-consecutive days we try to put some space in between these sessions throughout the week in order to get a substantial training effect what does it mean to train all the major muscle groups well for me there are actually four cardinal lifts that I make sure to include in every resistance training program. One is some kind of pushing exercise. One is some kind of pulling exercise. One is something for the lower extremity, a compound movement for the legs. And one is something for the core, which often entails some kind of plank style exercise, or maybe something as simple as sit-ups or crunches. With just those four categories of exercise, you are hitting all the major muscle groups. And so you can work out very efficiently, just two or three days per week and get a great training effect from that. Another principle here has to do with progressing the difficulty. A good strength training program is progressive in that your what you started with, which put a substantial demand upon your body, eventually ceases to do so because your body has adapted to it and become stronger. So if you want to keep up your gains in strength and endurance, it's important for you to iteratively increase the intensity or the duration of your strength training program. And when you do that, you there's really no limit to how far you can take your, your strength and fitness.
0: I like those principles. So, Principle number one, just to recap, was that you can do a lot with body weight exercises, although having some uh, weights available to you can expand your portfolio of experience and probably expand uh, the gains that you hope to achieve. Um, that second principle was really breaks down just how simple these exercise uh, regimens can be. Something that pushes, something that pulls, something that involves the legs and some uh uh compound exercises you mentioned and something for the core and it it, interestingly thinking about the equipment that could be helpful to people something that shouldn't be ignored is an exercise mat because if you are going to be doing exercises on the floor in your home for example if you're going to be doing lunges or things that involve maybe your knees touching the floor having a little bit of support can make that experience a lot more pleasant for people
1: absolutely agree
0: Um, how much time do you need to spend doing resistance exercise When it comes to resistance
1: exercise, it's better to frame the duration of your session in terms of sets and reps instead of time, which is what you might do for going out for a run. So for most of us who are interested in general conditioning, that is to say we don't have a very specific goal like bodybuilding or something that's related to a sport, then You're going to get great results from doing one to two sets to fatigue of four to six exercises that included the four cardinal movements that I told you about earlier. What about the number of reps that you do for each set? What does that mean? A repetition is simply a complete movement uh, through your body's normal range of motion for whatever that exercise might be, and a set is a certain number of repetitions that you do without rest. Your objective is to, no matter what your fitness level, provided that you are in good control of the movement and that you are paying attention and respecting your your body's signals, then you want to get as close to muscular fatigue as you can by the end of that set in order to get the greatest training effect. Now, for a lot of us, somewhere between 8 to 15 repetitions is a pretty good bet. Why the wide range? Well, it turns out that if you fatigue in 8 repetitions versus 15 repetitions, it actually confers a slightly different training effect. A Heavier weight that's done to fewer repetitions is going to result in your body improving muscular strength or essentially your body's maximal output. Now, going for lighter reps or, excuse me, lighter weights but higher repetitions develops muscular endurance, which is your body's ability to train while it's already in a state of fatigue. So, both are good one to two sets, eight to 15 repetitions. Four to six exercises
0: to train all the major muscle groups that might take you 20 to 30 minutes so if i'm hearing you right it's really important to think about working your muscle groups to the point of fatigue something i uh, have experienced in my own exercise or watching other people is seeing people choose weights that almost look too easy for them and they're able to do 15 uh, you know, bicep uh, exercises, uh, 15 curls, kind of like while they're having a casual conversation, somewhat effortlessly, and then they're done. Um, and while that certainly doesn't have zero benefit, it doesn't have the same benefit as doing what you're describing.
1: Yes. I encounter people all the time who, because of their deconditioning or just lack of confidence about strength or resistance training have fear of pushing themselves too far. And to some extent, that caution is, it's important to listen to your body and to make sure that you don't set yourself back from injury by overworking yourself. But as long as you are taking your time with each of these exercises, you feel like you're in good control and that you're practicing the right form and technique, then the risk of injuring yourself by pushing yourself to that state of muscular fatigue is very, very low.
0: I think that's a great point. You know, something we talk about a lot in the Heart to Start experience is moving with intent. And when you are about to engage in your exercise program uh, for the day, having a really solid idea of what it is you want to do, what you're going to accomplish, and really being present in that moment. And it sounds like with resistance training, sometimes we can have a tendency to just sort of rush it, get through it, move on to the next thing, and uh, so to speak, going through the motions. But it sounds to me like if you approach it with intent, okay, I'm going to be doing these biceps curls. Um, I previously was using a certain amount of weight. I'm maybe going to dial it up uh, for the next several weeks and, and increase five pounds on a side, that kind of thing. Uh, d- doing what we call smart goals, specific, measurable, uh, accountable, or attainable, realistic, time-based, all that stuff that'll help us to get better results and probably have a more fun experience doing it too.
1: You bet. Your presence when you are performing your resistance training program is crucial to getting the greatest benefit from it. You're paying attention to how your body feels and how your muscles are feeling and any other sensations. And your, your intuition will guide you well in terms of choosing the right challenge for yourself, but you gotta be present and not try to rush it or be distracted by other things.
0: Speaking of being present, um, sometimes engaging in a, in a structured exercise program is a great way to keep us accountable on task, have a goal in mind. That's really the core of, of why we have the heart to start but it's also the core of the new program that you uh, are coming out with uh, called Will Powered. I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. Fantastic, I'm really excited
1: about Will Powered. It is a six week virtual workout series that is intended to be an effective, accessible, and approachable resistance training program for both resistance training novices, and for regular exercisers who just could use some new motivation or structure, like you suggested. Most of the exercises in this series require no special equipment. Per our first principle, you can succeed with minimal amount of equipment. Though if you have a pair of dumbbells, then that's going to give you an optimal experience with this program. The workout series is progressive in difficulty, which means that if you stick to it, then you're hopefully going to experience some regular gains in strength and fitness throughout the whole six-week program. And these days, given the widespread availability of online workout content, it's easier than ever for you to get guidance for your home resistance training program, but you want to make sure that the content is good. So I feel like there's an opportunity here to provide a trustworthy source of guidance for people who are trying to embark on their home strength training program.
0: I love the idea that people can participate in this will-powered program at the same time as they're participating in the Heart to Start program, meaning that after uh, maybe getting a few weeks of the hard to Start. Aerobic exercise program under their belts, they can then uh, register for free uh, for the WillPowered program and get that experience with resistance training. So that as they move along their journey, they're getting benefits in all these different areas of fitness.
1: You bet. WillPowered absolutely goes hand in hand with the heart to start protocol and philosophy, and well. I'm really excited to and, and hope hopeful that it is of service to the heart to start community.
0: I'm I'm sure that it will be. And so uh, people will be able to uh, check out our website. Uh, they can go to either welcome to basecamp org or heart to org to get more information about the will-powered program. And I'm just so appreciative of you being with us today, sharing your uh, your expertise, your passion for this stuff, and also your generosity in creating the Will Powered Program for our community members.
1: Well, Dr. Beckerman, you know by now, uh, because we've known each other for a long time, that fitness runs in my my blood and it's core to my identity. So to offer a service like like this is also a benefit to me personally, it, it gives me purpose and it gives me excitement for, for, for my life. And well, I am happy to be a part of it
0: and teamed up with you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us today on Heart to Start. We look forward to continuing this conversation to help you stay motivated and healthy throughout these 12 weeks. So let's get to the activity plan for the upcoming week. Remember, we welcome all movement styles, but we also emphasize a training plan for walking or running a 5K. So if you're following our 5K training plan, let's get ready for some intervals to help build that safe and sustainable base. When we reference the faster pace, we're looking for something a little brisk, but where you can still comfortably carry a conversation and the slower pace is literally that. Just slow down a little bit and recover from the faster pace. Let's set our plan for the week. Gotta write it down. Schedule some time in your calendar for your preferred mode of movement, at least three days each week. And take one day off to slow it down a little bit. Soak in the scenery and stretch your legs with a nice walk. If you're following our 5K training plan for walking or running, here's the details for week. Seven. One day of a 20-minute briskly paced walk, and three days of the following intervals: five-minute warm-up, four-minute faster pace, and a 30-second slower pace recovery. You'll want to repeat that five times. But don't forget a nice cool down and some post-exercise stretching.